This week on Nintendo Main, we have Jess on to talk about Super Mario Party. Oh, wait, this is the Iranian Revolution? Wow. I just climbed out of a pit. the pit <laughs> welcome to nintendo main podcast episode 142 we are your hosts i'm trey jaunty johnson i'm jeremy finally got a ps2 controller mikowski oh yeah i got a ps2 I'm... story too to talk about what and, and we also have <laughs> i'm john pitfall knitter pitfall knitter is that are you talking about what happened last week how yes you, i'm back from the pit how you fell into a pit yeah it was a long long fall just yeah. got out just now those pits i don't know how you could ever get out of them those pitfalls are really the pits i tell you yeah yeah were there any scorpions down there it was filled with scorpions god terrible. dang it's awful yeah. it's man i'm sorry it's a scorpion you pit. Know, the things, really things you do for this show john <laughs> you know i will traverse any pit for this show well i mean jeremy fell into a night trap so you know we're just falling into all sorts of things yeah but they were cool <laughs> i mean really they just wanted to talk about the 90s that's all they really cared about. they really just wanted to They're put like, that do you remember orbits the drink with the floating dots in it i'm like yeah it was disgusting like, i kind of liked it <laughs> they skated away on their soap shoes yeah they, they just wanted to uh put that weird hook thing around your neck and that's it aren't you supposed to like yeah. pull, aren't you supposed to suck my blood uh no it doesn't work like that Anyway, we're here again to bring you all the Nintendo news, as we always do every week. Uh, we're recording a little bit earlier this week, because uh, just because of me, because I have to leave early on a shoot tomorrow, where we would normally shoot, or would normally record. So I wanted to, I mean, I originally wanted to have our impressions about the new stuff added to the NES online, but that hasn't happened yet. Uh, it is the 10th of October right now, but... Super Dodgeball and Solomon's Key and NES Open Golf, all that stuff isn't on there yet. So we were hoping that maybe it would drop at like 11, but it hasn't yet. So maybe it'll do it like they did at the original NES Online. It won't drop until like 11 p.m. tomorrow or 11 p.m. on Wednesday. I don't know. But we won't have any impressions of that for this week, unfortunately. But next week, we'll definitely talk about it. But on that note, I just want to say, maybe we said it on the show before. I, I don't know. But I think that when they do releases just across the board, they should do them at midnight midnight on the east coast that should be well that's what they, it doesn't matter east coast west i mean coast, that's whatever. what they do but midnight like not at five o'clock or whatever like they do sometimes or 11 o'clock like they did last time for the 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 online release please you know be timely about it just when well, you say on <laughs> a certain date just make it at the turn of the clock well midnight well they to be did. fair with the online they did update the update us what a couple of days prior, right? We knew that it wouldn't be until yeah. Well, yeah. The, well, the online they they went through this whole like uh, you know maintenance thing, this and that's why it was no shut down. Thing. We don't know where this shit's coming. That's why it was shut down for hours. But this isn't like a new game. Like new games actually do come out on the clock at midnight Eastern time, which is great. But this 
the this is a whole this is the new online service which is its own beast. It's a software update is all it is. Yeah. Don't think. Even yeah. though well, we, I was more referring to the, like yeah. the third party games like Oh yeah, those are kind those are kind of random. Out at midnight. They come out usually at like 5 p.m. or something. Yeah, those are super random. I don't know what's up with those. I've been trying to figure out what the rhythm is to that and it's just kind of yeah, it seems super random. Like I remember what was it? Sonic Mania came out at like 3 a.m. or something central time like when mm-hmm. that one dropped and and I think Ease, yeah. like when that came out, it didn't come out till like two in the afternoon. It's like, come on, guys. Maybe it's based on the <laughs> yeah. region where it's from, and they're holding like grand opening events or whatever they right. call them. premieres. There we go. That's what it's called. That's true. Yeah, but I mean, but, you know, it's just it's it's a letdown and it's a little disservice to your fans when yeah. you know you spend so long promoting a game. Like we anticipate these games sometimes for months or yeah. even, you know for certain games for for a year or two. You can't like bring up that kind of anticipation give somebody a date and then say, Oh wait, wait like seven or eight hours more. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you like, to, that's just so stupid. Just don't do that. Midnight. I mean, if you went to go, if you were able to go get it physical, I guess you could get it whenever the show opened, you know, even though John and I actually did run into an experience with that about a uh, wind waker. You remember that, right? Yeah. Our, our wind waker adventure. Well, you wanted to go, you wanted to go early cause you wanted to go when yep. they opened. But of course they didn't have the game yet when they opened. So we had to wait till like two. So I guess we had the same thing. Yeah, because they didn't have the shipment yet, which is weird because now they get – it seems like nowadays they get the shipment like a few days before and they just don't sell it, you know, and then they'll sell it when they open. But back in the GameCube days, they they did not have Wind Waker yet and we were there. So we had to wait and then come back later, which is which was that was yeah, kind of shitty too. Did we end up going too. back to the dorms? Like it was like a two mile walk or something like that. Didn't we walk back and then walk back to GameStop again? Yeah, we walked. We stay around and hang out somewhere. We no, we went. We walked back and we played. Because uh, that was when they did the the pre release where they released Ocarina of Time and Master Quest. Oh, that's right. So we went back they had and had those on hand, didn't they? Yeah. So we went back and played. Well, we had already got them for reserving them. So we went back and beat Ganon. I remember that. Like, we went back and played the end of Ocarina of Time again. Okay. And so we played that for a while on GameCube, and then we walked back there. Because I feel like we went at, like, 10 in the morning, like, when they opened. Yeah, we went early. And then, but they didn't get to, like, 2. So we didn't, so we, like, you know, we walked back, and then we waited, like, 5 hours or whatever, and then came back and got it. So, mm. but, yeah, that was, that was the time where we had to wait to the middle. That does kind of suck. I do wish... Some some games like like Bethesda's been really good about that. Like all their games have have released at like eleven Eastern. Like if they've come mm-hmm. out on Fridays, like Doom and Wolfenstein, I know did that, where they both launched at eleven p.m. Central, you know, midnight Eastern. So they were really good on that. But some of the other stuff that releases on like Tuesdays or Wednesdays seems kind of odd. Even though this is this is part of our news, but Medieval Madness just released at like eleven o'clock tonight. So that was cool. Even though hey. I even though I never saw I never saw a date anywhere. Like nobody said when it was coming out, or at least I didn't find it. But on even on the app I kept checking because Medieval Madness is the is what I I consider the greatest pinball game of all time, so I had to I had to have it on the Switch. And uh, I've already played like five games of it just sitting here waiting to is start. Is it Medieval this Madness episode. alone or is it part of a package like they do sometimes? It's it's part of a it's part of a package. So it's a te- oh, so it's, it's ten dollars and you get four games. Um, I don't really, one of them is called The Getaway. I, I haven't played that one. There's a fish one, a uh, fish pole something, and there's another one. I don't know. I didn't really care. I just wanted Medieval Madness. I paid $10 for that. That's fine. That game's awesome. Um, it's a, I, I, I really had to tear myself away from it because it's, it's an excellent game. I bet you so, paid more than quarters playing it back in the day. 
I probably played more in the quarters uh, playing it recently because some of the bars in our some of the barcades in Chicago charge like a dollar to play it. So you know you could easily get ten out of ten games there, ten dollars. So because because it's like such a high highly ranked uh, pinball game, they said the upkeep on it's pretty expensive, is what they claim. So mm-hmm. most places will charge you for it, even for ones that have like free play and all that. So what's so highly ranked about it? Why is it so revered? Because it's awesome, man. One one thing I like is that all of the ramps, you can get multi-ball, like, on all the different ramps. There's just a lot of different ways to get to the multi-ball and jackpots and stuff like that. And I think that's what makes a really good pinball game. So there's a lot of strategy to it? Yeah. I mean, you're going on this conquest and destroying these castles. There's a castle, like, in the back of the pinball machine. And, you, you know, you shoot the ball at the castle door, and then the drawbridge comes down. And then you shoot it again at the gate, and then the gate comes up, and then you shoot it into the castle, and the castle explodes. But as you go farther into the game, it gets harder. So you'll have to hit the door a few times before the drawbridge comes down. You'll have to hit the gate a few times before it opens to get it in to blow up the castle. There's like six castles, I think, total in the whole thing. And each of the different people who own the castles, they all have ridiculous voices and different like personalities and all that. And there's trolls that, that jump out from the bottom of the pinball machine that you get to hit. There's these little troll heads that pop up. It's great, and and you can also it's shoot. It's almost like whack a mole a little bit. Yeah, you can also okay. you can also shoot the pinballs into the side of the castle, and it'll actually be like a catapult, you know. And it'll there's like a little door that'll flip, but it'll it'll look like there's a hole in the side of the castle, and you get a get a multi ball in that way. It's just, it's just a ton of fun to play. Like I think it just is super smooth, really easy to get. Like it's easy to figure out like what the missions are and all that. Like I think this voice work is really good on it. Somebody told me that Tina Fey was a voice on that game. Like somebody that we that we met at a Midwest Gaming Classic, which is insane. But I mean, oh, so it's not even like a super old game. It's more like mid two thousands or or it's probably recent or what? No, it's it's late nineties right? because uh, well, Jeremy and I discovered it at the La Bamba in Bloomington, Illinois, because they had one there, and that was like ninety nine, probably. So it had to have been like it it would have been mid to late nineties at the earliest. Yeah. So that's that's what I would I would guess, but it's an excellent game. Like it's just it, cool. it plays really well. Like I mean, I say pay the ten dollars for it. You get three other boards. Maybe those are good, but I I highly recommend Medieval, Medieval Madness. I think it's sure. an excellent excellent game. Sure, yeah, you know a yeah. lot of pinball games that come to some kind of uh, attention, they're usually licensed games. I think it's cool that yeah. this is not a licensed pinball game. And oh sure, people revere it as the best. Yeah, June of ninety-seven. Yeah, it came out in ninety-seven. Is that what you said? June of ninety-seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wikipedia. So it's. uh, If you want to buy it on eBay, you got to pay about twelve grand for it. Well, I mean, I mean, think about it. Like Brian Cranston used to do voices for monsters in uh, in Power Rangers. So I mean, early actors pretty much do anything for a buck. So she might have. uh, you know, she might have gotten in the situation where somebody was offering money to do a voiceover for Pinball Machine. I don't know. This is what friend of the show, uh, Nate Lockhart, told me, who who was on our show, and I believe him. He has a he has a show as well, so he he knows stuff. So if it's uh if it's wrong, it's your fault, Nate. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's a super cool game, and it just came out. Which speaking of, I guess that would be the segue to talk about what we got or what we've been playing this week. Um, I got a, I mean, I got a bunch of stuff aside from that. I got I got new Joy-Cons, you know. I got these beautiful beautiful uh, pink and green Joy-Cons for my Switch. I remember you talking about how you had said that earlier. Are those the 
Splatoon ones or these are the Splatoon ones, yeah. Yeah. I got the nice. I got the pink and greens because they're my favorite ones. And let me tell you, like they feel like so much more solid than the other Joy Cons did, like the ones that came with the system. Like the ones that How came so? with the system, it kind of felt like it would like break a little bit when you would push it this way, like it kind of wiggle. Like this doesn't <laughs> wiggle. Like this is like you just feel like it locks on in the system pretty well. Yeah, it feels like it locks on better. I don't know if it's if they changed it, but it feels a lot tighter and it feels like a lot more slick. Like I'm never going to put those old ones on here again. This one feels, and I like the kind of the the way See, they're right behind you. It's sort of sort sort of the mat. <laughs> yeah, the old ones are back there. Can you see them? <laughs> That's okay. They don't have a microphone. They can't hear you. Just they are call right behind me. Ones you don't have to call them old ones. <laughs> they're old ones. But yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, we got these. Uh, Jess and I have been playing with these for Mario Kart or Mario Party, which we'll be talking about in the second half of the show. Of course, that's what I've been playing the most. But but yeah, got these, got these babies. Uh, playing playing around with those. One thing that kind of sucks is it doesn't come with the uh, dog bone holder thing. You got to buy that separate for another twenty bucks. The dog that's, bone that's holder. Dumb. Thing. What is that? You know, like the thing that your Switch came with, where you put the Joy Cons on it and it makes it a controller. Oh, that thing. The dog oh, yeah. face. You know, kind of looks like a dog, dog face, face when you yeah. look at it. Yeah. It doesn't come with one of those. So if you want one, it's twenty dollars for a piece of plastic, which is kind of. Does anyone ever? Made a meme where like they put that dog face controller with the old NES dog bone controller. Probably like, that's like chewing on it. <laughs> I've never seen it, but Probably. I feel like it's happened somewhere. I'm sure they have. But yeah, no, I really I like it. It's uh, I like these Joy Cons. They're, they're it's probably still too small for your hands, John. But if you ever you co- if you come up here, we'll have to get you some grips or something so it'll make it bigger. I got some grips for my eyes, so I I have so you can play. Um, they're like. The standard ones, the silicone ones that came out when the system came out, those work all right. I mean, I can hold it okay, but still, it's not like a, a great improvement. Without those things, there's no way I can hold it. Mm. Yeah, I didn't really. Yeah, I didn't feel like it was super small, but it's. But we'll get into more depth about Mario Party later in the show. But as to uh, your, you you sent something. You sent a link to me on our. Uh, we have like a group chat where we talk about the show and all that, but you sent me a link and I bought something off of that as well. Do you know what oh, that is? What, what did I send you? Soundtracks, Katamari soundtrack. I did. I bought, I bought Katamari. Sound, bought I bought Katamari Damacy. It actually got here today. It came really nice. quickly. Wow. Yeah. Do you have it? Was it through, was it the, through the, it's, I have to go get it. It's in the other room. You should go get it. I kind of want to see it. I can, I can edit this in. Right. I, I actually almost bought this today, John. Um, it was like 30 bucks, right? They're like thirty-five. Yeah, the record. Yeah, I and it's beautifully it. designed. And I was like, too, I, was like I can't do it. Well, the when I went to buy it, it said it was the second edition. Okay. So I don't know if that means anything special. But... You wanted the first edition. Well, no, it's because like the first edition is like printed differently. Like the actual mm-hmm. record itself looks different. Right. But I right. almost bought it, and then I can I talked myself out of it because it's forty bucks. I can't spend right now with shipping. Yeah. How many records is it? It must be. It's a double record. Double. Yeah. So uh, this is actually the second printing. I wanted to get the first printing, but that one sold out so quickly. But I ordered this from Mondo. Here it is. Katamari Damacy soundtrack. So the cover immediately. So the cover has the King of the Cosmos on it. And I I must say that the way they designed it with the block lettering and the red and the black, Mm -hmm. it looks like some kind of communist dictatorship. Oh, it does. Which is just beautiful with, with the, the King of the Cosmos. Oh, that's nice. And the record looks like the world. It yeah, does, it yeah. No, it's like a blue. It? It's like a blue and green design. It looks like the world. I didn't realize this is a 
The same. It was the same company that made the uh, Castlevania Four one that I have. Okay. So, have you played it yet? I listened to the first record today, actually. Oh, yeah, sweet. When I, when I got it. And here's the sun. This is the second one. I haven't listened to the second one yet, but I listened to both sides of the first of the first record. Cool. And all of my favorites are on that one. So I like, almost bought this today. I actually had the like PayPal. I had signed into PayPal and almost ordered it. It's pretty cheap. It's only I mean, I only paid forty for it, including yeah, shipping. It was forty after shipping. Yeah, so I just went with it and it came really quick. It actually wasn't supposed to be here till next week. And it's just I got here. So yeah, I was it's cool. I got this Keta, the Katamari Damacy soundtrack. And now it means can, something. Can you open it up again and show the inside one more time? That's nice. I love the the album artwork. This is great. Very Michelangelo. Yeah, the, like? the touch my finger. And uh here's the back. Well here. There's the back of it also. With the, what do we got there? I can't tell what that is. Is it an octopus? Yeah, there's a there's like a paper mache octopus thing, like holding the ball, and the prince is standing on it. Beautiful. Yeah. I like that they didn't just like reprint the cover of the game. They actually went to some trouble to design new artwork for it, and it looks great. Yeah, it's it's cool. I mean, I had to. I love the Katamari Damacy soundtrack, so I had to. I had to get it. So I went. I bought another record, finally. It came with a nice little side thing that I put right next to my Castlevania one in here. I just have it hanging off the shelf because it's this weird, you know, it comes with like this weird paper thing that goes here, but it go, but it doesn't stick on it, you know, without, without the wrapping. So I just put it on the, just put it on my shelf up here. But uh, yeah. Henry Domsey does have one of the best video game soundtracks ever. And yeah. for those of you listening, if you've never played the game, it's coming. Remember, it's coming out on Switch. December. It. It's I in. hope all the music is on there. I mean, it's supposed to be a re. I mean, why wouldn't it be the first one, right? It, it, all the music would be on there. If it wasn't, then it'd be a travesty. But I mean, it's, it's a really important part of the game. I feel because mm-hmm. right. a lot of that game is the. It's very like it's a feel good game. You know, it's coming at you it's from so all cheerful. angles in a very feel good way. Like failure is barely failure in that game. Sure. Yeah, uh, well, and I, I mean, and I, I do feel like you, that you game definitely. Came out at I a mean, time. You definitely feel it though, like, if you fail it, like because a oh, lot of those yeah. levels, because those levels take a long time, and doing it again and not making it through does get frustrating. I do remember that That's in the a, first. But one. at least the music's nice. No, the music's yeah. great. But I it's mean, so I cheerful. do yeah. like the you know the game came out at a time when like Halo was super popular, and you know I felt like things were sort of like turning over to become more about seriousness and serious games, and games oh. were trying to prove their maturity. Then along out of the blue comes Katamari Damacy, which is just one of the most ridiculous and charming and cheerful games. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and it was think, twenty bucks, brand it new. Was twenty bucks, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm hoping that the remake is still twenty bucks or less. You know, because it's like, yeah, you don't be pulling up carnival games on us, charging no sixty, sixty dollars. Yeah, no. I it, think- Second one was more than that. I think the second one was forty. Oh, I thought the second one was twenty also. But I found that I found Jess's copy of We Love Katamari. I didn't know she had that. But oh, I actually just I actually just rehooked up well, I rearranged my PlayStation two to where I can stream it now because I'm actually gonna play a couple PlayStation two games for my ha- haunted Hallows Hallow stream oh, really? stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna play Evil Dead Regeneration and and the Suffering for my Hallow stream. Wait, so. You can play PlayStation two games at as well? What do you mean? Oh, well, we haven't gotten to me yet. But... On the stream? Yeah, no, I was talking, yeah. Yeah, you have, you got a PlayStation controller now, so you can play it. Yeah, I can actually do PS2 capture if I felt like it. Mm-hmm. But uh, one, I'll say, I'll say one more thing, and then we can, then we can talk about other stuff for 
stuff that we bought. I already said Medieval Madness. I think I said enough about that. But my my middle name Jaunty was uh, I was playing Shadow Man today on a on my Halo Shadow stream. Man. Okay, I brought back the Shadow Man. I played like three hours of that game. And uh, there's right. a. Do you remember Jaunty? You probably don't remember anything about the game because I sure don't. But there's a snake with a skull face that has a top hat named Jaunty. <laughs> that you yeah, he's sort of the the host to the underworld or something like that. Yeah, he's the first guy you run into. And you can actually shoot him, and he talks, and he like yells when you shoot him, which I think is hilarious. But yeah, no, he's like this weird, this weird like death worm snake thing that you meet when you go to Dead Side for the first time. But yeah, that's a weird. I don't know that game. I'm still, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I think it's pretty impressive for the time, like the things that it does, mm-hmm. like it, like there's the footsteps when you run, like it does the you know the different sounding footsteps depending on what you were on. Like mm-hmm. people weren't really doing that at the time. It does the thing where Shadow Man looks at stuff while you're like, if you walk past something that he can in- interact with, he'll turn and look at it, which I'd never noticed before. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Cause I remember you talking about that, John, like from like uh, Resident Evil 4 and like the Resident Evil remake, how they did that. But they were doing that way right. before in Shadow Man. You know, like if he passes a, Shadow, yeah. if you pass like a bit, like somebody who can hurt you, he'll look at it or he'll even look at like, uh, like stuff that you can climb or like stuff you can interact with. He'll kind of, he'll kind of turn and look while you pass it. So it's cool. It's kind of like to help you find it. I think, I think the level design's a little like obtuse. It, I found myself getting kind of lost in it to try to find different yeah. things, but that's how I felt when I first played it too. It kind of had yeah. the, uh, it had the Tomb Raider mechanic, as I would say, where the game's like fun for a second and then you get lost for a really long time until you find where the next part is. And then it's fun for like, a few more seconds, and then you spend the rest of the time trying to find the next part. That's how stop, I felt. Start, stop, start. Yeah, that's how I felt the first time I played it. But I don't. I feel like I'm better at games now than I was then, and it, it kind of, I can kind of figure it out. But I did find myself going in circles for a while trying to figure out where the next gate was. You know, but it turned out I had to leave the whole area that I was in to go to find the next gate. So, but I'll probably mess around with it some more. I might, I might play some more tonight after we after we get done doing this, but. But yeah, I had I, that game for like a minute in high school, yeah. and I, I only played it just a little bit, and then I, I think I traded it in or something. Mm. I, I played through the whole I thing. I didn't like not like it. I just I don't know. I, I, I didn't uh, continue on with it for whatever mm. reason. So I'd be interested to hear more of how it plays and how it feels. You know, is it a good game, or did you spend much time with it? Yeah, no, I said I, I played I played it for three hours earlier today. For three hours, yeah. So I did. So I spent enough to get an idea of it. I mean, it's. It's a little clunky in its controls because it doesn't because it has an older control scheme. Like you can't really strafe and turn and like it's you know walking and turning yeah. is all on one stick. So that's a little weird. So in order to, it's kind of like a mixture of a shooter mixed with like Zelda because you can like kind of target people with R, but it doesn't always target them. Like the the whole like combat is a little wonky, but aside from that, it's pretty cool. I mean, I think it looks all right still. I mean, for a sixty four game. But I was impressed with the walking noises and, like, the way he looked at stuff. And I'll give it, you know, I'll play it a little bit longer, you know, just to give it a try. I've been to, Jeremy and I, we were playing uh, Time Splitters 2 on the stream oh, also, was, which was, was pretty, was blessed. which is pretty amazing. I love that game. Nice. We played through, well, Jeremy played through most of it. Jeremy and I played through most of it. But I actually, on that Saturday, I went back and finished Time, Time Splitters 2 on the stream. And I played Time Splitters 3 after that. And man, that game is incredible. I forgot how good three is. I mean, That's two. Good. I mean, they're both good, but three is like is is great. Like it's. I mean, they're both good, but I really like three a lot. Like it's 
it basically takes everything from two and fully expands upon it and adds more like voice acting and more like cutscenes and like more of a story and it's great. I played up to the I played all the way up to the horror part where you get where you get into the mansion. But there's some there's some cool stuff in there. You fight a lot of zombies, like there's a giant monster that you fight at the end. It's kinda like This is two or three. This is three. Yeah, I got I got to I got to that point. So I've been playing those as so well. I didn't know you went and finished uh two, because I've actually been considering going back to it, but I didn't know if I should wait for you. Oh, I just went I just went and finished it. Because <laughs> you were you were a level ahead of me when we quit. Yeah, because I couldn't get well. I I only failed once. You missed the yeah, level you, was long enough that I didn't feel like starting it again. Yeah, you missed the bomb on the uh, on the bond level and the one that's kind of like the. Moon, so moon I had done everything, level. but I missed one of the bombs, and it was like so far back, and yeah, everything was timed that I couldn't yeah. get back to it. Yeah, if you can't get back to it, it everything explodes. That one was really weird because that's the one where but you have I to, like, actually clamp beat it. the boss and like activated the reactor, and I didn't like everything. I just missed. This weird bomb, yeah, somewhere along the line. Yeah, it's a weird one. You had to like pick it up with a. Claw, but man, that part where you had to tail the the lady. Oh man, that part sucked. The hacker. Oh yeah, we did that. that like my, that's my least favorite part of that game for sure, and that's where I quit the last time I played it because I immediately had like these memories of it when we started playing. I'm like, wait a minute, is this the one? Is this the game where I followed the hacker? Yeah, it and is. I had given up, and uh, luckily between me and you playing, and there is a a person commenting on the stream, like seeing a lot of cool stuff. Uh, yeah, he gave, we was like, oh wait, those are security cameras that we have to avoid. And between all of us, I, I managed to get through it. And so did you. Yeah. No, we played that a lot, uh, multiple times, maybe like six or seven times. But yeah, we had a guy that was watching us. that was just dropping knowledge about a uh, free radical and all this other shit. And because it's pretty cool. Cause I was wondering what they were up to. Cause I know their whole company went under after Hayes on PS3 was a total bomb. But uh, mm-hmm. I guess they're, he said it was saying that they're working with Crytek now, so they do like Crisis mm-hmm. and Crisis Far Cry stuff. and all that stuff, which is interesting because I never really, I never really liked any of those games. Yeah, I never got into. I think I own Crisis. I, I played think it was a free download on the 360. Yeah, same with. So PS3. I'm pretty sure I have it, but yeah. I've never like if I played it, it was for minutes. I think I got Crisis One and Two for free through PlayStation Plus and played them a little bit, but didn't really care for it. I also got Far Cry Two for free, and which I, I haven't I, played that one, but yeah. a lot of people say that's pretty good. Yeah, I didn't like it, I, and I bought Far Cry One to try to find some sort of joy out of those Far Cry the Far Cry series, and I didn't like that one either. So I don't know, but I never played three and four just because I hated two and couldn't get into one. So <laughs> I think three <laughs> just came kinda, at the right time for me personally, yeah, where I was sure. like. I want to play an FPS that's kind of an adventure game and is actually, you know, very forgiving. If you fail in that game, you don't like go, you don't lose too much progress. Sure, but yeah, that, that's what that's I what found we the did. Shadow Man review from uh, Game Pro Magazine. Was it what? What was uh, it? I want to know uh, IGN's review of it because I think they gave it a pretty good one. What it I gave? saw that too, but I went to the the Game Pro one because that's how I found out about the game. I used to subscribe to Game Pro magazine, mm-hmm. but uh, they gave it four point fives across the board out of a five star scale. Four point fives across the board and a perfect five for for sound. There's the picture of the Game Pro magazine review. Sure, yeah, oh nice for you guys. IGN gave it an eight point five out of ten, and I that was I was reading all of their reviews at the time. Wow, so. there wasn't a lot of sixty four stuff either, was there? Well, it came out in 99, so it was kind of like a later release. 
Yeah, and that was also around the time when, okay, that then 64 was getting a kitty reputation. And so it was cool to have a mature theme game. Shadow Man yeah. super Which mature. That was exclusive for N64. Shadow Man even sleeps with a girl in the game. I I do remember Ooh. that part. It 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 opens with him in the in a bed in the bed with another with a woman. So I remember that being a crazy thing. I was like, oh my god, he's sleeping with somebody. And there's a whole they say shit a lot too. <laughs> in the sleeping with. So are you sure they were? Are you sure they were just shitting in the bed together? They they weren't. <laughs> They're both just saying shit every time they shit. Well, I remember oh, in uh, in uh, what was it? <laughs> yes, in, it uh, is. In uh, in in Banjo Kazooie, in that one level where all the seasons change, like yeah. the squirrels sleeping with another squirrel. I remember. I thought that was a big deal <laughs> when it when it gets to winter. If you make it into their, if you make it uh, into the house, yeah. they're sleeping together. It was only seven years earlier that Howard Lincoln was at, in Washington saying, "Night trap will never be on a Nintendo system." And seven years later, like squirrels are fucking each other and. People yep. are shit in the bed in the shadow, man. <laughs> that was a Jeremy Dunham Perfectly review. Fighting even. shit in one game. Yeah. I think there was a Shadow Man 2 also. I think it was on like PlayStation or something. I don't think there that was, one was reviewed yeah. as well. I think but... you got bad reviews. Yeah. But yeah, I I Shadow Man was on my list. Like I've I've compiled a stack of Halloween games to play for the stream back there. If you've seen it, it's on my thing. But anyway, yeah, we, we started off with time splitters and then I moved on to Shadow Man. I made a whole like schedule, but since I'll be out of town, it may get pushed back a little bit. But I'm hoping to play like some House of the Dead and Silent Hill and Deadly Creatures and Evil Dead and some other shit. But yeah, that's what I've been playing for the week. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about your PS2 controller. Yeah, so other than uh, I did finally get my PS2 controller, so I finally got to try out uh, Kingdom Hearts, which is awful holy shit well i wouldn't say it's awful but like what the hell it starts out like i've always heard all these things about how yeah like freaking like cryptic it is i don't know if that's the right word but like yeah the story is very the story does abstract and cryptic and you're like what the hell yeah and that's how it starts and uh so in my limited play with it i've discovered it's crazy but do you i tried i tried a little bit of black black's kind of tough the controls feel dated i never played black i thought about getting it but i was just like i don't know i might have to go back to it but i don't think there was i don't know something about the controls just didn't feel right to me even though i was playing with the right controller Mm -hmm. are you able to like change the sensitivity of the sticks and all that would that like make that i don't know would that that probably make it better for you i don't know the responsiveness something like that yeah black i I only i I played that for a very limited period of time Mm -hmm. so was there were there any other games that you tried? Uh, that's it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to try those two. I still have Final Fantasy XII. I haven't tried it. But well, well, that's kind of like so. I don't expect that one to blow my mind. It'd probably take you like an hour to even get into scheme. it or to even start it. <laughs> you know, a lot of those games right. have like really long starting points. And plus, that's coming but, out uh, for Switch too. Yeah. They are coming. But I did buy a, a Switch game, and I think I'm finally seeing. We're definitely to the point in the Switch's history where it's getting inundated with like everything that used to go to Steam. Yeah. Because like like when I bought last week, I was like, I bought uh, the Way Remastered. Haven't played it yet. Well, I still haven't even opened that file. It's sitting on my home screen. Yeah. But I also bought this other game called 1979 Revolution Black Friday, which looked really compelling. Game. Yeah, it looked really compelling, and yeah. I did a little research, and um, people of like course it. it came to Steam first, but everyone had a lot of nice things to say about it. So I started playing that game, one. Right? 
yeah, I played that for about I don't know, like twenty or thirty minutes the other night, and it's cool. Um, I'll take breaks from it as frequently as I can because <laughs> there's no, there's literally no gameplay as far as I can tell. It uh, or I, there is, but it's just choose your own adventure. So oh weird, it's just a repeated like series of no? it is. It's based on the uh, yeah the Iranian Revolution in nineteen. I think it started in nineteen seventy eight. So that's kind of where you are. You're you're a photographer. And because you photograph some stuff that people that were part of the resistance or whatever were were doing, you're considered an accomplice. So, but you're like a, a photographer, so you're going around and taking pictures. And so far, that's all I've done. I, I had one spot where I like took pictures of people in the crowd, and then it gave me like kind of like cool little like it was optional or not, but you could select more info, and it would like tell you the history of like what was going on. Oh, okay. So with it's the, like with the revolution yeah. and stuff. So infotainment, it, it, and it also takes like that photo angle that you have on the crowd, and then shows a real world, like a real photo that was actually taken hmm. to like compare the scenery, which is kind of cool too. But uh, for the most part, it's it's all QTE. It's just a QTE game. So oh, weird. Call it choose your own adventure. Call it QTE. They give you a limited amount of time to make your decisions. That's why I call it QTE. Sure. Um, so you just have a repeated series of four choices yeah you can die i've died a few times i found out after dying a couple times that some choices don't seem like they really matter that much you get uh-huh. the same reaction so is i don't it... know really how much depth there is to this game but it is cool how it is literally like a history lesson in a video game form Do you... because you don't have to like i said it'll it'll tell you a little bit about each thing but you can like choose like, well, I want more information, and then it pulls up like a little miniature, almost Wikipedia, like couple of paragraphs about the context of that photo or what the reference was at that moment, and then and the story or whatever. How how do you die? Is it just because you don't hit the right choice quick enough? Is that uh, how it works? Or mainly, I've died from the guys that are interrogating me, but I like get too lippy with them, and then they kill me. Oh, okay. Because you're kind of, kind of like it, kind of poisons you as like, you know, you're you're recapping the story and you're like confessing your part in it, and like the people that are like uh, not interviewing you, whatever, like I said, interrogating you are actually like uh, warlords or something. So they're not like it's good cop, bad cop, but like where you can actually die. Kind of. Does the does the Wikipedia information stuff does that actually help you play the game better, or is it not just so like for tell. extra? It isn't like something where it's like. Oh, this this thing happened over here, so maybe I should go that way. Or any, it's not like something that you would actually help the gameplay. Actually, you know what? There might be that might happen later in the game. I don't know, but I've only played a little bit of it. But mm. I got to like chapter four because it like gives you like distinctive chapters each time you get through a series. Okay, you have like QTEs and you know, and live to tell the tale. That yeah, that kind of sounds like that. Um... What it, what was it? The late shift game that I keep wanting to get but never do. It right. feels like that how kind of how that one would work too, where it's like you choose something and you get a limited time to do it. Kind of yeah, like the Telltale pure, game it's purely stuff. Cinematic, yeah. with the exception of, um, like I said, that camera scene where I'm like panning over a crowd and like getting like little information reticules will pop up and you like that's why you'll zoom in on that spot. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that that's what it is so far, and it's fine. I paid. I think I paid less than three bucks for it because it was on sale. And then I used my gold coins and I was like, huh, cheap. Just like the way game. 
I mean, the same thing. So. <laughs> I hope it's definitely you, yeah. becoming a, a Steam kind of thing, and I'm uh, a little worried about it. Oh, were you? Will I actually go back and play through the rest of 79? I don't know. How many? I did. Re- I recorded it, but how many Steam games have you gotten that you haven't touched? Is that what you're talking about? That they might like pile up, like in the way of Steam? Yeah, I've got like five or six Steam games, which isn't a lot compared to what some people have. But you got a big Steam pile. Yep, big Steam pile, <laughs> and like. I still have one game on the Switch I've never opened. I have a couple that I haven't opened as well, so I hear you. I've never I never played Don Dara and I and I never played Enter the Gungeon. I have both of yeah, those that have never because been you're opened. Like, I want to play it, but should I do I need to record myself playing it? Yeah, that's like, basically what and so it's like a weird little thing which I guess Steam was not quite the same thing. Yeah, that's what happened with but me. I was like, Well, I need to record these games the beginning. Get so cheap they do become like, you know, I just won't buy a bag of chips next time I go to the gas station, you know, like Sure. They're so I can buy this game for two thirty dollars two dollars and thirty nine cents right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, and some of them that are because I think I have about like thirteen dollars worth of free stuff, which I thought about using on the on the medieval madness when I got that, but I'm like, no, I just I want more points. <laughs> like I'll use it maybe I'll use it for like uh 'cause I kinda wanna get the world ends with you just because of the co-op in it. Cause it's the two player co-op, which I mentioned, cause I want to play through it on with Jess, but yeah, so I might use it on that, but also um, the Valkyrie or Chronicles one, the re-release is around the corner and I already get a discount on that for buying four. So I could get that for free also with it. So I don't know. This is like the next two things I was thinking about getting that I might use it on, but have you been playing anything this week, John, or do you have, do you have more stuff? The messenger. To, I'm, do, uh, yeah. I'm still playing the messenger. I'm, just before the point where it turns to 16-bit, yeah, which they made a funny joke in the game. You know, there's like these rogue guys, the shopkeepers. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the, the joke was, okay, so there's this big tower that comes out of the ground, and obviously something big is about to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was something along the lines of mentioning the 16-bit change. And then one of the other guys, like, kind of slaps the guy overhead over the head like don't don't tell him about that or whatever it's like oh he's already seen the trailer probably oh yeah something like that yeah yeah I <laughs> nice. thought that was funny i don't remember the I'm, I'm butchering the joke but mm. the joke was referencing that you watched the trailer and that you know the 16-bit things coming up oh sure um, yeah i thought it was really really uh th- this game i think this game is really really great still i'm, I'm it's still good, enjoying man. it i'm stuck on that boss that midway boss the golem Trey, you know the one i'm talking about the golem the big, the big guy. He's the guy that the you fight dude. before the sixteen bit. He's yeah, the, big dude the golem with the, with the big two hands, where you jump off his hands and you. Guts. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can actually, if you can get, I, I know I watched some videos on YouTube of it, but if you're good enough, you can just you can get up to that to his head, pretty and like yeah. pretty often, and you just bounce off his head while he's doing it, and yeah. he's actually pretty easy if you can figure out how to do that. Yeah, I just started figuring out how to do that. Like I'm getting up to on top of his head when I'm. I guess not supposed to be up there. Yeah, yeah. So it's That's... getting easier. I'm, he's flashing, and I'm pretty sure I almost killed him one time. He was mm-hmm. like flashing so much his head was almost white. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, that's how there. I did it. And there's like there's the way that his arms move that like sometimes they move up higher and you can get up there early and like start attacking mm-hmm. him. So that's kind of how I figured out how to do it. But yeah, mm-hmm. that part's yeah that part's great. And then it's it doesn't really change when it gets to 16 bit. It just like keeps going because I don't know when it actually turns to the part. When you start, when it starts getting a little bit more collecty type thing, I don't know. I don't want to give too much away, but I'm glad that you're still enjoying sure. it. I think I thought it was really a lot enjoying of fun. it. And what so. I'm finding with that game is that the challenge level is just right. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's never been so far so hard that I want to just like stop and mm-hmm. you know never return to it. It's always if I screw up, it's my fault. Um, and whatever I'm doing is fun. Like the, to just move the character is really fun. Yeah, it controls um, really well. And because that's the case, like when I'm doing these boss challenges, even if I'm failing, I'm I'm still having a good time. And mm-hmm. I think that the the patterns are a lot of them are not something that I've seen before in the any video game. I like the there was one boss that's actually two bosses. The, these two troll dudes who are very comical and oh yeah and yeah they kind of like throw each other around. Yeah, you come back like to those guys. Yeah, there there's some more stuff with them later. I won't tell you what it is, but you do return to those okay. guys again, which is cool. I like I like those guys. Like the I forget what they're called, but yeah, the two I call them the butt trolls because the one guy like whacks you with this with this towel and you see his butt when you oh, fight yeah. him. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm glad you're still enjoying it. It's a it's a good thing. Was that was that all that you were playing, Jeremy? Sorry, to kind of cut you off. Did you have more? Oh to yeah. Say? Uh, other than playing, trying to play a little bit more of Bait and Kato's Origins, but still, I don't know how far I had gotten last time I talked about it, but I'm still kind of feeling stuck. The game does kind of back you into a certain corner based on how you save, mm. and I'm kind of stuck right now. Oh, that sucks. So you can kind of save yourself into a corner. That always sucks. Well, kind of, but also. Your deck is reshuffled at the beginning of each round, so mm-hmm. I could get lucky and my deck could work out in my benefit, mm-hmm. which is sort of what I'm hoping for at this point. Yeah. I'd... But I've played, I played five or six matches against this boss character, and I've gotten really close to beating him because the bosses do actually start to like slump down. Mm-hmm. You can sort of see it. They're getting fatigued. And he was like leaning way over. Like He looked like he had... like. Serious hunchback, you know. So I was like, I'm gonna beat this guy, and yeah, he killed me. But uh, I was close. Mm. So hopefully, I get through that, and hopefully, after that, I get to actually collect because I have these like rewards I've collected where I'm supposed to be able to cash them at a sh- at a shop for more cards. But the only shop I've gotten to doesn't care about my cards. Mm. Like they they don't give me any cards. They don't like your cards. <laughs> so I, I was like. Finally, a shop I can collect this like this ten deck, this like ten card mini deck you're supposed to get, mm. but it didn't give it to me. So Damn. I don't know. It's a little frustrating. I I thought this game was supposed to be easier than the first Bait and Kados, but maybe the maybe first Bait and Kados was harder than this, and I just yeah. kept doing it over and over again until I won. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Was there anything else that that you guys played, or can we move on to the news? That was it for me. Okay. Here is the news. I promise you, it's the news. So, uh, so this there was a thing that dropped like right after we we got done recording last week, which is kind of crazy. There's apparently there's a rumor saying that there might be a new Switch coming out next year. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about that? Do you think think that's credible, or do you think? Well, the source was the Wall Street Journal. Okay, which they say I a lot of lies. Very uh, <laughs> credible source. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's not even like a gaming site or, or whatever. It's a mainstream news site. So take that for what you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and what did they say was in this news switch? It was OLED screen? I think they said that it wasn't going to have that is what I it read. It wasn't going to have that. Okay. Which, which it says improved screen of some kind. I mean, because Nintendo wouldn't – because they were saying that it wasn't going to have the screen that the iPhone has, which Nintendo wouldn't do that. They never do that. They never come out with like the ultimate – technology Most thing because expensive. then because then they would have to sell it for like seven hundred dollars or whatever and they don't do that they sell sure. it at an affordable price for the most part 
But sure. yeah, no, I, I do hope they have a, a not not OLEDs or whatever, but a, a glass screen versus the the plastic screen. Yeah, I would. I mean, but then you can break it easy if you drop it if it has a glass screen. Well, like the, t- the type of you know Gorilla Glass, whatever they call it. The plastic screen on on the switch, I feel like it can get scratched a little too easy. And and for like a mature electronic product these days, you gotta have a glass screen. One like fake thing that I saw, or maybe fake. No, it's definitely fake. Somebody did a mock up of a new switch where basically they made it into a 3ds and it and it has a clamshell. I like that because ah. <laughs> because that would actually make it a portable system. You know, more of a portable system. Where it's just like, you know, the screen is up here and then all the, the Joy-Cons are just stuck in closer and you can just close it sure. down on it. What is it. That's what I want them to do. Because then you would, because then it could be, then you could call it around more and it wouldn't wouldn't have to worry about it getting scratched and all that. I figured it's just going to be like, I don't know, another color, maybe a little bit more power. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of weird for them to, they don't want to like sell out all the people that already have switches. Like you don't want to do the new 3ds thing you know where it's like oh here's the new 3ds it plays I like definitely think it's five games the lines of the, yeah. the uh, uh 2ds i think it's going to be like a cheaper version without removable joy cons <laughs> yeah right uh, well th- th- so like the joy cons will still be a te- like below like it'll be tethered with the joy cons you know like yeah i could so see if them. you want joy cons to play it in portable you have to buy those separate I think it'll still dock, but maybe it'll have its own dock. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could see it as being like just the handheld without the dock, or like you know maybe the Joy Cons don't come off. Get rid of the docking feature, I think people would get pretty pissed about that if well, they made it to where it couldn't go on the TV. Yeah, maybe you have to maybe you have to buy it separately or something. They'll just sell it by itself. I don't know. Yeah. They have to change the name to the Don't Switch. <laughs> yeah, they switch. Well, they do have the 2DS, so you never know. I mean, they had to change the name of the 3DS to the 2DS when they took the 3D out. So they might take the Switch out of the Switch. That would be bad. Don't do that, Nintendo. I don't know. I'm interested. Maybe Or maybe they just want to come what out with they, an like, orange one. What if it was like not dockable at all, but it had a clock on the outside of it, and it's called the Swatch? <laughs> the Swatch? I think they just... It has a like, wristband. You just stick yeah. it on your arm. I think they're just going to come out with an orange one. I mean, I think we need a pumpkin spice uh, switch is what we need. Or maybe a coral colored <laughs> one. How about that? Or like some, uh, like a banana yellow one with some uh, banana lines on it. They can make the games it. pumpkin spice flavored. Mm-hmm. That would sell. No, the pumpkin spice yeah, color. It, it tastes terrible right now. <laughs> the games were pumpkin spice flavored. You know, that could spike some sales. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Some lawsuits. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, I don't think, I really don't think it's going to be that much of a difference. I mean, they have a seller now. Like, why change it? Why why fix what isn't broke, right? Probably what it really is is that they'll use cheaper components to make another model. Maybe it'll be the same price. Maybe it'll be cheaper. Mm. But for the investors, that's like, hell yeah. You're going to spend less per per model. Well, they they did say. That's understandable. They did say in the article that they felt like the that the sales were kind of like going down a little bit. So they wanted to come out with some new, you know, special edition or so whatever to try to sell more. Sales are no longer delivering the favorable, favorable surprises. The article says, and then a second article that it links to says, um, uh, Nintendo operating profit jumps 88% despite softer switch sales. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they're just trying to get ahead of, a dip in the switch sales by announcing some exciting new update. I mean, you can only so you sell... actually think they're actually 
making this vague announcement to affect the current market. I, th- I think that they didn't intend for this to get out because it seems like it was the suppliers who let this out to the uh, okay, Wall Street yeah. Journal. And it would have been, you know, it, it's a bad strategy to let out this news on purpose just before Christmas. Well, then people oh, might about that. Yeah. Well, the people who yeah. don't who don't have one, maybe they're like, "Oh, I'll wait for the new version," you know, or something. Which why would right. you do that? But or am I going to say that it's coming? Your version when a newer version comes out, that's better for the same price. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. The rumor says that it's coming in, uh, as early as the middle of next year. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll have It'll to be see after the year anniversary, which is nearly halfway through the traditional system's life cycle. So I mean, really the yeah. switch is hopefully going to last more than five years, but that's going to happen by incremental model upgrades like every other company is doing, including Nintendo with the 3DS. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean if it's right. like, if it's like any of their handhelds, like they've been able to keep their handhelds around forever because they would do updates and just, you know, people liked handhelds. So maybe they'll do that. I mean, I, sure. I feel like the Game Boy was yep. around for like almost like 10 years. As long as they yeah, don't feel like, you know, new games don't play with old systems, then mm-hmm. no one's going to get too butthurt about it. Yeah. They'll be like, well, I can still play all the new games, so I don't need to buy the new system, but. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just don't want like, to. A better quality screen, maybe a bigger screen. Mm. That could be a. Yeah. Maybe bigger Joy-Cons. Well, I hope so. I hope so. But the, the, their, their strategy, part of the strategy with the Switch is that there's not going to be just one in every household anyway. Mm-hmm. That. Every kid is going to have their own, and so it doesn't even really conflict with somebody having with a lot of people having already one. Yeah. They plan to get multiples for each kid yeah. or you know each spouse or whatever. So someone's just going to get the new one, and the other person gets the older one. That makes mm-hmm. sense, sure. But there, aside from that, there was actually a really cool rumor that I hope is true. Or no, it's not even a rumor. It was a patent that they did, which you yes. you sent a thing. Apparently, there's a patent for a Game Boy, I, I guess a version of Game Boy Classic, could be, like something that attaches to your phone, and I guess you can, Yeah. It, I guess it creates, what it has buttons, but it interacts with the touchscreen, is what it's looking like. Right. I'd, right. Get, I'd so get one of those. It's a, it's a case for your phone that turns your phone into a Game Boy. Yeah. And the more I think about it, the more I think that that makes a lot more sense than a Game Boy Classic. Yeah, right. Because everybody, everybody's already got the phone. So you don't have to resell them some electronic device that they're supposed to carry around with them all the time. Mm-hmm. They got a phone already, and then they can sell any Game Boy game. They can yeah. sell you. They can give you like a, a certain package with the device. You buy. You buy. It, you get twenty games, sure. Yeah. But then they can make their own, basically, virtual console of Game Boy yeah. games mm-hmm. for your phone. That's just genius. I would totally dig into that. I mean, if they sell could get a Game Boy game for five bucks, done. I wonder how they're gonna make it. A shell that fits all phones, though. Like it's gonna yeah. have to be like true. Either there's several different sizes, or like maybe it's adjustable. It's a, one size fits all, and it's adjustable, but the, then it fits some phones really weird. Mm-hmm. But you just have to kind of mm-hmm. deal with it. Like it's got a half your phone sticking out on the side, but the controls are all the way over here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm I'm skeptical because of Nintendo wanting everything like everybody to have the same gameplay experience. I think that's kind of a thing that they're like behind and why they haven't gotten on mobile that much. Yeah, sure. As much as yeah. they have lately. For all those weirdos with it, all those weirdos <laughs> well, with the giant phones, probably, they want to be able to use it. You know, if you're talking about iPhone, most people have, if you have an iPhone, you have essentially the same phone as everybody else who has an iPhone. 
the physical, physical well, size of it. The physical be. size of it, yeah. Unless it's like an iPhone four, that's a different size than like the six. I mean, they they vary in sizes. Even the iPhone does. Or if it's you have it, they would get like there have to be several different yeah. case sizes. Or if you have the iPhone Plus or whatever, the phablet, the giant one. I mean, that's different too. Yeah, I've got one of those. Yeah, you and then you have the, how does it interface with the phone, and then it would have to have different like uh, plugs on the bottom that interface with your phone, mm-hmm. like a lightning port or mm-hmm. USB C or U- mini USB. Well, I was. Do you know like how the how the buttons? I just would... don't see Nintendo making something that like variable. They've never done anything like that. I mean, do you know how the buttons would work? Would they use the touchscreen or would they be Bluetooth? Well, that part's the easy part. Not really. Not if they're not doing Bluetooth. If, if, they it's, would touch... if it's literally just touching the touchscreen yeah. with like a, a physical mechanism, that's the easy part. It's just getting it to like, I don't know, because Nintendo's going to want it to authenticate mm. that you have a license to use stuff. So yeah. I, I right. feel like there would be some sort of like interface, a software interface between the case and the controller and it wouldn't just be a physical could it just be a physical thing maybe but there would have to be several variations mm-hmm. i don't know I th- well it said for as far as the buttons they're just they're nubs that yeah they that touch the touch, touch screen touch screen just like you would with yeah. some styluses like you can get a stylus that works on your iphone yeah i would actually I, the, I would prefer that it was doing like a bluetooth controller with yeah. it because i feel like that would be more accurate because i really don't like playing, you know, doing like the fake control pad on the touchscreen. And I know this would be a thing on top of the touchscreen, but it might still not work as well as a regular control pad with, would. That's what I'm concerned about, mm. you know. But, I mean, yeah, if they had an idea for it, if it came out, I'd totally get it, you know. But, of course, absolutely get that. Yeah. you're right. They would have to do – they would have to have different sizes or adjustable sizes or whatever because all phones are different, you know, so it would have to be mm-hmm. – they would have to go into that. But it's interesting nonetheless. Like, I think it's a cool idea, you know. I'm I sure. would kind of like to be proven wrong. I would kind of like to be proven wrong in the sense that it would be a, a, a neat novelty mm-hmm. and it would really be Nintendo saying, hey, we're embracing, like – the technology you already have, and we're going to let you have access to our library. Like it'd be so awesome if Nintendo did that. But they've never done that, and also, I just don't really like to play games on my phone that much. And like, would you if it, it looked like a battery? Game Boy? And then I'm like, well, now <laughs> I don't have my phone battery for yeah. when I need it for like, I don't know, surfing the internet or whatever other stuff Emergency I do, or calls. texting or yeah. So it's like I I barely play games on my phone, and I would be pretty bummed if I was limited. With the next classic to draining my phone battery to play these games. Yeah. Maybe you should have a charger on it. No, uh, <laughs> have an extra Maybe battery. Maybe I should carry it. a battery pack with me. I know. I mean, you should. I don't carry a battery No, I hear you. I don't play games on my phone either. It's just. I think the uh, Game Boy case would yeah. have a slot for four AA batteries, just like the <laughs> Game Boy. Oh, yeah. And then your phone becomes like two phones <laughs> with, well, with the four extra batteries. Cool if that was the case. That'd be hilarious. Because then. No pun intended, but yeah, you could use the case to charge your double A's. Yeah, or use your double A's to charge your phone. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Like, it could be a cool thing, I guess. If they put Pokemon on there, they'd make millions. I mean, that's what they need to do. If they're going to have a Game Boy Classic in any way, just put one of the original Pokemon games in it, and you're good. You know. Yep. Also, uh, there's a Splatfest coming up. I don't think we talked about that, but there's a new Halloween Splatfest coming up on the 19th. Jeremy and I were messing around with it before we started playing this. You can you can also get uh, masks through the uh, Splatoon news network. Like, we have to go to the news thing. on your, It's kind of weird to do it. You have to, like, 
put your switch to sleep and then start it again and then like go into the news and look through the news and find the Splatoon one and then like click the a news thing. News is actually an option at the bottom of the home screen. So oh, if is you're it? just on the home screen not playing software, just go to news. Oh, okay. That's how I found it. I didn't know that. I mean, I, I did it the other way. I don't see it. Where? Oh, okay. It's yeah, one yeah. of the little round mm-hmm. dots at the bottom. Yeah, you're so much smarter than I am on that. I, I I put it to sleep and then started it again and then went to the news and that's how I found it. But you can get these cool. You can get like devil horns, uh, this uh, this oriental looking hat, and uh, you get a Jason mask and an angler mask, which looks like a weird fish. But they all have different. That's my favorite one. Yeah, they all have different attributes, and uh, of course you can level up and get more attributes as you go. Like, the angler like fish most is of those like crazy. Like it's a crazy fish. It's from the deep sea. That's why it has a light on it because it lures its prey with the light. Yeah, it's something but it, like, like the way the way they mate is the the male anglerfish is like something like one tenth the size of the female, and it actually like latches onto the side of the female like a parasite, and then it literally like fuses with the female, and then becomes part of her body and it dies and it becomes part of her body the the, the body of the male, and then basically she just gets sperm whenever she like is ready to get it. Like to to lay your eggs and have them fertilized and stuff. Wow, yeah, it's <laughs> nuts. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. Getting dark here. Getting dark here on Nintendo Main Podcast. With some uh, weird. You know, it's very it's dead it's sperm. Like you know, carrying like around praying mantis. Except she doesn't literally kill him. He kind of kills himself. Sure, it's his choice. He needs to grow back though. And stand up for himself and not just fuse his vertebrae. Right. I mean, yeah. They. I don't think they have backbones. They do. Do they? But, yeah, fish or vertebrae. Sure. Well, yeah, and those uh, aside from all that extra information on that fish, I guess it's taken from the, uh, for what do you call it? The salmon run is where you run into those dudes. Yep. If, you, if you played that, so that's where that's where it is on that. One more quick, well, a couple more things. I don't know if you guys have looked at the Starlink listing on the eShop, but apparently yeah, it, it will come with all the Star Fox stuff. So. That's an extra reason to get it. I guess you don't have to buy them extra. Like the Star Fox stuff comes with the game. That's cool. So that's cool. I'm still kind of divided on that game. I don't know if I like it or not. I'm going to wait to see some reviews. I enjoyed it. So I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm inclined to like it. Of course, I only played a little bit of it, but I, I thought it was. It felt like a Star Fox game. Sure. I mean, what I saw, what I saw in the videos, I thought it looked weird. But I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait till I see some reviews. Like what I saw, I didn't think looked much like a Star Fox, but I think that was maybe the part because I was watching the land part where it was like moving around. It's kind of controlled more like a tank than a than an airship is what it looked like. But I don't know. But yeah, it's it's up on the, it's up on the coming soon. There's different versions of it. You know, you can get like a super crazy hundred dollar version, but I think the regular one even. So you can get the digital version, the deluxe digital version for like $100 and not get the physical toy with it? Yeah, you you don't need to have the physical toy. But it seems like if I'm going to pay 100 bucks for it, I want the toy. Yeah, I don't know what... I think you get maybe DLC stuff. But if you look on the details of the regular one, the digital one, it says... It shows that the R-Wing is included, Fox is included, um, all the extra... Yeah, so so the Star Fox stuff is in there with the regular version, so that's good. You don't have to pay like the yeah. It says uh, featuring guest pilots Fox McCloud and his R wing plus bonus Star Fox missions. So that's in the regular version. So I like that, and I don't 
I don't like that you would have to necessarily buy the toys, you know, because I have enough amiibo. I don't think I need any fake in any like some fake ships to to stick to my switch. I feel like that was kind of like more of a more for the children to put that on there. That ship did look really cool though. It didn't look like I mean it looked like something you'd be proud to put on your shelf. It didn't look mm. like you know a cheap like kids toy necessarily. So I, I thought it was cool. I think it's worth it to get the toy. If I was going to get that game, I probably would go ahead and get the Arwing. Yeah. I think it's cool looking. I mean, it does kind of look like a model ship, I guess, like yeah. you would have in an office or whatever. It's just, I just have a lot of stuff, not a whole lot of room. That's what I'm looking at. Um, I, I think, we, I don't know if we mentioned it before, but the NES Online is supposed to get some new games on the 10th. We did notice, mention that earlier. But did we mention that there was an update to it? That we did get a small software update to where now you can now there's details where you can read like a paragraph about each game that's great mm-hmm. that's uh some just little added shit that's on there i just checked it yeah, again I was playing the switch last yeah. night and then this thing popped up and said uh there's an update available but what was kind of unusual about it it also told me it'll just take a little while like it's a small update it'll just take a little while it's just really trying to ease you into it it's like no it's fine yeah. it'll only take a couple seconds just do it do it man it's going to make you feel great. Come on, update it now. You don't have to go, wait till you go to sleep. It's just going to take a little while. <laughs> Straight now. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, so that's added on there. Also, uh, I guess John was right in his sleuthing. Uh, Rockman is, is a real thing. Yes, sounds it's like a real the, thing. Sounds like the worst idea I've ever heard in my entire life, but I guess there's worse ideas out there, right? I mean, they did make a battleship movie. Yeah. I mean, well, well, let me know. I, I had the scoop. How much, a couple weeks ago, how much for those dumber, who weren't, weren't yeah. listening, like I think it was two weeks ago. I think that was out there. considered a leak. I think you leaked it. It's a leak. It's a leak. Yeah. Well, John actually saw. I, it. I, I, in L, I, I live in L.A. I was waiting for a bus. I saw a sign for a production, um, and the sign said "Rockman." It was one of those signs that lead the crew to the to the uh, base <laughs> camp so they can make the movie. Um, Led them to their Rock robot suits and. Uh, I was like, man, Rockman, like, what else would that be? That uh, Is this the Mega Man movie? You know, it was a code name, right? And so that was my suspicion. We talked about it. Go listen, I think, two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. But um, Capcom this week confirmed they're making a Mega Man movie. So I must have been on the set of the Mega Man movie. You were by it? By it, yeah. Did you look out for Falling Rocks? Or no, wait, that's a different thing. Uh, I, I would love to see... How freaking <laughs> random is that that there's a possibility a movie might be shot in the town you live in? It's so crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I mean... It's so random. I, I, I literally just drove past this set on my way home from work tonight. <laughs> I was driving, back, driving home and all of a sudden the street is filled with cars from the 1950s. Like I'm talking about like probably 50 or 60 cars, something like that, just parked on the street from the 1950s. And it was just like, oh, all right, cool. It's really cool thing about living here. Yeah. I mean, except for the traffic problems that happen with that stuff where roads are closed off and you can't go ever. I mean, people in LA can't drive anyway, so traffic's already pretty bad there. At least what I've dealt yeah. with in my in my time there. I don't know how you guys don't like have more car accidents of people just running into other cars because of the horrible traffic there. I don't know. Yeah. But I think that's all that we have for our news for this week. Is there anything that I left out? Uh, the one little thing, because uh, it kind of fits into what we were talking about with uh, the mobile Game Boy Classic possibility. Uh, n- another game that I put a shit ton of time into is coming uh, to mobile. Stardew Valley. Yeah, Stardew Valley is coming yeah. to mobile. 
and I'm actually is not it, gonna buy it. Yeah, even though I'm really like intrigued by it, and it's I think it's seven ninety nine, so it's cheap, and it'll probably yeah. go on sale like all mobile games do. Um, but you supposedly don't... it's the full game; it's not truncated at all. It just has touch controls. So maybe if I ever get a tablet, I might consider rebuying it. But for now, not really that interested. But I do think it's cool that it, it's getting released for even cheaper to a, more, a wider audience. I think it's going to get mm-hmm. even more appreciation than it already has. Yeah, I was going to say, do you it, want? It? Interestingly enough, they're not including the multiplayer, but I guess they could add that later. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, well, let could, me ask, what, you what could... would you gain from getting it on a phone or a tablet? Uh, it's that just the switch it, when, is already portable. Well, I would gain nothing. Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> I played most of that game in mobile. Yeah. Like while mm-hmm. I was traveling. So that's okay. why I'm like, okay, this is perfect that it's a mobile game. But having it on the Switch was already a huge advantage, it being mobile. And that's why I played so much of it, I think. Mm-hmm. So if you have a Switch already, then you shouldn't care. But if you don't, guess what? You finally can play Stardew Mobile. Yep. If you didn't get Stardew on all the other things that it's on, if you're a person that only plays on your phone, you now have Stardew on your phone. Yay. For you, you can go back to our Stardew Valley episodes and feel like you're there with us. Yeah, you can go. I don't I wonder how far. Well, those were like a year ago. So that was probably like, what, one, I don't know, 50. Was it six not. phone generations ago. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, let's take a break and then we'll come back and talk about Super Mario Party. Sounds good. Topic of the week and the big purchase of last week was uh, Super Mario Party. Uh, Jess is here to talk with us about that since we've both been playing it, you know, equal amount of times. So, and plus, so uh, we play a lot of Mario Party, so it's nice to have her on the show here to talk about it. Thank you. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hi. Hi. You I'm good. I learned CPR today, so. Cool. Infant yeah. and adult? Yes. Sure it's did. Flexible. I hope I never have to give CPR to anyone. Yeah, you learned about breaking kids' ribs for little kids. Mm-hmm. Good it's times. It's important that you uh, know that, though, right? Yeah, I think it's important that everybody know it. I think you I think you have to break the ribs no matter what, right? Isn't that what you're saying? You may. No, yeah. you don't have to, but you might. it's but pretty likely that you, you know, you will. That there's a high chance of, of them breaking. Not to make the show go dark here, but... <laughs> Anyways, yeah, well, yes. you know, it's better than them dying. That's what the guy was like, you know? Yeah. If you do nothing, they're going to die. And if you break their ribs during CPR, they'll live. But I have broken ribs. So, yeah, so that's what I did today. And also I went to regular work. And I'm doing great. And Mario Party is a game that we played. <laughs> 
what are your thoughts on the Mario Party so far? We've only we've played. I mean, we played a good amount of it. We played all the boards in the regular Mario Party, but we haven't done we haven't done River Raid. We haven't done the co op mode of that, and we haven't done the uh, the party the like partner party. But we did the Rhythm Heaven game. We played through all of those. Like, I that actually first night. really liked the Rhythm sections. Yeah, it's uh, we did easy, medium, and hard. Yeah, it's or called. I think it's. Go ahead. I was just saying, it's called Soundstage. Is the is the thing on there? And um, yeah, it's very. It feels like a Rhythm Heaven, but it's like motiony. But yeah, we played we played all the different modes, and we got the gem. Like you get a gem for each part for completing, for doing all the stuff in it, and we got the gem for that, and we got the gem for the Mario Party. So, yeah. So we got two gems. Mm-hmm. I think there are five total. So you'll get one for the river thing. You'll get one for the partner thing. And you'll get one for the single player. I think so. I think that's how it works. Because we played a... Because there's like a mini game mode as well. Where you play a game where you get like squares on the... Uh, it's like a Hollywood square sort of thing. <laughs> Yeah, sort you, of. You get a square, and you can like um, whoever has the most squares in the end, and you have to like win, win mini games for squares. That's basically how it works. It's uh, I don't know if we'll play it again. Probably not. But it, it, I just wanted to try it out because it was on there. But we didn't get anything for that. Is what I'm saying. Oh, I'm gonna want to play all these modes when I visit. Of course, yeah. We'll play that mode with you for sure. Well, the thing about that isn't the thing about that that adds strategy to it is, um. If you have two blocks on either side, like if you have a block on either side of your opponent's block, you steal their block. Mm -hmm. And that works like up and down and also diagonally, we found out. Yeah. It's kind of like Othello a little bit. It is a lot like Othello, yeah. So you can end up kind of stealing half the board in, you know, one move Mm -hmm. if you know what you're doing and your opponent does it. It was our very first time. So I really screwed it up and I did not uh, strategize very well. So although I probably would have tied with Trey for the same number of blocks, Mm -hmm. he won about three of my blocks by stealing them. Well, there was the diagonal one, too, that we didn't know about until I stole like three of them. But yeah, because I had forgotten. But yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, it's uh, yeah, you just get to play. It'll it'll grab a random mini game and you play it for blocks and I think the computer player ended up with one block in there too, right? Yeah, they got uh they won one game and they got to steal a block from either one of us since they didn't have any on the board. Yeah. And uh we did uh that first night we had shots like every star, so we got drunk pretty quick on that first By the time game. I like was able to go <laughs> out and see play, I think you we were well, you wasted. played one game and you played two games. Did you play two or three games? We, we played, played. We played two. We played two of the regular games, and the, but we also played a bunch of the soundstage, the rhythm heaven stuff. So by oh, the okay. time you saw us, we were on our second game, but we had already played a whole game and played all of the rhythm shit. So we were drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't fun. even. Yeah, I would like to watch that game again. It was fun to be. To I put it on YouTube. Play. I just wished I could have been there. I put, yeah. I put the second part on YouTube now, so oh, you cool. can find that at youtube.com slash fingmater. Because I got two stars in one turn. Yeah. So I put. Uh, that was fucking cool. I put the second half that. on there. You can you can see it again now if you want. But yeah, we did a stream and we drank and we drank booze to it and, and all that. But uh, what we are were your drinking a coffee stout? Oh yeah, yeah. it was gross. <laughs> 
Yeah, the, the, we still have some of those that, that will probably stay there for the next six months. I think months. we only have one left. Maybe two. I thought we had three. Oh, fuck. Unless you drank one last night. We, we, oh, no, you did have one last night. Right? I did, yeah. Okay, we have two. Yeah, you can have one when you visit. Yeah. Oh, boy. If they're still here. <laughs> but um, uh, what's your overall thoughts of uh, of Mario Party, of the game as a whole, from what we've been playing? It? I really, I, of course, I love it. Um, I'm really happy to be back um, in the sort of one person, one role. Yeah. Uh, I'm really happy to be out of the car. Mm-hmm. We've been in the car for the last two mm-hmm. Mario parties. Yeah, not so, counting the portable. So... It's great to be in charge of your own fate again. They they kept some things from the last one, like each character has a special dice block that you can choose to roll. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and some of them are safer than other ones. Like I think booze is you can roll negative two coins, negative two coins, a three, a five, a seven, or an eight or something. I think it's like just fives and sevens. Maybe. For boo. But then like Bowser has like eights and tens. But then you get, but then you have the negative coins as well, and the and the coin ones you either gain coins or you lose coins depending on who it is. But you won't go anywhere, which is which is like Rosalina has two plus coins, like plus two coins, but you don't move. Mm -hmm. But you still get the coins for that spot. So like when you land on a spot, you get three or six coins depending, you know, on where you are in the game. Yeah, and you'll get them if you don't move. Also. Yeah, so that's good. I mean, you're still collecting coins. And sometimes I can see where it would be advantageous to not move. Like, depending on... um, I don't know if there were uh, thwomps or something that Mm -hmm. could, you know, be ahead in your path that might move. Sure. Or like a... Yeah, well, uh, when, when they were in the car, you would like choose to not move so you could like so whoever was next in the turn you could like screw them over yeah so they wouldn't be able to get to the star and that's kind of what carried over on that like because i know you could do a lot you could do zero if you wanted to for whatever reason but what's cool about that also is you can you can collect allies so you can build a team if you land on enough ally spaces so and i think you can get as many as you can as long as the allies are available because the first time we played yeah. fucking Daisy got like five. Yeah, she had like five allies. So she had a whole team of five people and they come with you in the mini game. Yeah, they play the mini game with you also. So if they outlast you in the mini game and everybody else loses and someone who is your ally wins, you win. Yeah. Well, in some of them like there's that one where uh it's called like train punch or something, the one where you're where you're in those little cars and you have the and you ram into the back of each other. Like if you have guys, that's like extra hit points for you. Where it's just you and you get hit once and you're gone. But if you have like five other, five other teammates, you have to get hit six times to get knocked out. So and also they'll roll every turn. So and add we, their roll to your roll. You yeah. Know? So like if you do the so if you do the plus two coins or whatever, and you have three allies, they'll keep rolling. So you can still end up with like a ten and, and plus two coins. So if you get, you I know, think the highest they can roll is three. Yeah. Yeah, but if there were if there were four of them, then sure, that'd, that'd be twelve. Sure. Yeah, but they yeah they have like one through three die, but yeah. So if you get enough allies, it's it'll just kind of build up and you'll be able to go really far on the board. So that's cool. And there's there's ally spaces and a lot of times I don't know I feel like most of the games I don't even hit it I don't even hit get make it to the ally I've only space. hit one once yeah, but it was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually really liked that. 
Hollywood Squares type thing that we played. Yeah, we could play it again. Just because it let us play a lot of mini games that we hadn't played before. Yeah. So that was, there's still a lot of mini games that we haven't played, and I feel like the third time, mm-hmm. or the the last time that we played the board game, the regular Mario Party, we were playing a lot of mini games that we had already played. Yeah. And we've only played three times. I'm still waiting for that fucking Four steak times. game. We still haven't played the damn steak game. No, but you, you played it. Where you cooked the cube of meat. Yeah, I played it because it was unlocked and I wanted to try it, but it's never come up. I mean, I just went straight to it and played it, but it's never come up like in a in a game that we've been playing. I like, mean, obviously, there are picked. a lot of games that we haven't played, so it's kind of bummer that we're already repeating games. Well, it's it's mm-hmm. part of the randomness, I guess. I know, but I don't know. How many are there? There's like uh, over a hundred, aren't there? I thought it was eighty something. I think is what they were saying on the on the videos. But I was looking through them because you have to unlock. Weirdly enough, you have to unlock all of the mini games before you can play the single player mode on it, which is strange. That is so crap. Yeah, but the ones I, I looked at it, and the ones that we haven't unlocked are River Raid games, and there's a sound stage game. So there's like, so we have to play the other modes for them to get unlocked. Oh, I thought we like. had played everything in the sound stage. There's still one. There's still one. Uh, they said that there was one mini game that we haven't unlocked in there. Oh shit! So I don't know what that is. Well, I'd play that again for sure. Yeah. And we haven't played the river game at all. What's it? What's it about? It's like a four-player co-op thing, I guess. And you're all like rowing in a raft, and then you play like. The, there's a separate set so of games for that. So you have to have that. four players. Yeah, but, you, but we'd play with the computer. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. But no, we haven't. We haven't tried that yet. And it, but it's all like it's like I guess it's you against. It's you against the computer, like, the game, not, like, the actual characters. The thing that's so weird about having to unlock all the minigames before you can play the single player is that if you're by yourself, you're going to be playing single player all those different modes. Mm -hmm. It just seems counterintuitive for you to have to go through all of that by yourself just so you can play by yourself. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you... I don't think most people would buy Mario Party if they don't have anybody to play with. You know, it's kind of that's kind of what the game is. Well, somebody posted on NVC. They were like, "I'm not getting Mario Party because nobody will play with me." Yeah. Well. And I was like, "Well, first of all, your friends <laughs> fucking suck." Yeah. But second of all, like, we're almost forty and we love Mario Party. Yeah. So I think somebody would play with you if you asked. Yeah. Well, but maybe still, what if friends. you're a kid? You know what I mean? If you're like 10 and yeah. your friends can't come over all the time and you're a single, you know, you don't have any brothers or sisters or whatever. Well, your parents should play with you then. <laughs> well, what you if know? your parents work all the time and you don't have a babysitter and you're home alone and it's just you and the Mario Party? Then it's a sad life. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sad life for you. You got to call You got to call little Mac to come over and... Uh... I'm real excited to play with uh, more players. More than two, yeah. Which uh, that's why they invented Rob the Robot back in the '80s for the latchkey kids. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, to be your friend for the uh, for the home alone uh, homeschooled (laughs) kids, right? That's how they do it. Um, I did. uh, I mentioned it earlier in the show, but I did get new Joy Cons for it, so I do have four Joy Cons for the game. So we've been playing with the uh, pink and green ones, and I do think they are really accurate they feel more i think they feel great when we were playing the rhythm games especially i felt like it was doing it was registering what i was doing Mm -hmm. 
Um, it didn't feel laggy. It didn't feel like out of control. You know, it felt really controlled. Mm. So that was cool. What was your what's your favorite mini game so far? Can you can you think of any? Some ones that I won probably. <laughs> but do you you don't know of a, of a favorite one? I was just thinking about that. Let me just give me one second. Yeah. Of quiet here to think about it. Do you have a favorite one? Maybe if you go first, it'll jog in my memory. I mean, I, I like the cube one, but we didn't get to oh, play, that, play one, that one. So, but I mean, I I had to pick it because it didn't actually pick it. But the I, premise of that is that you're like flipping a skillet. Yeah, you're, you're cooking a cube of meat, and you have to cook each side of the meat. So you're oh, like okay, all six so, sides. So you're motion controlling it. You know, you're flipping the pan. I kind of. I mean, can you feel it in the rumble, the HD rumble? I think so. I don't know. I only played it once, so I mean, each HD rumble works for all of them. Like there are ones where, where you have to there, like the fishing one. Like we do this fishing one where you fish for these giant uh, uh, dragons, and you like go and and there's like you know little spots in the water that's like moving the to, to show to show that there's something under it, and you go and stand over it and you feel like how much the rumble is, and you know try to find the one that has the biggest rumble, and that'll be the longest one. So there's stuff like that in there. I like that one a lot. Yeah, we did the. Uh, the tricycle one where you had to Oh yeah, if I hadn't it dropped it, I really would have yeah. <laughs> won that one. I know I would have. Um there's some games from the past too. That that feel kind of like uh yeah. There was like a we call them like the doorman games where you count the number of Oh yeah, yeah, those were in other games. We have to count the the number of toads or whatever in a train. And the train's moving, and the toads are running all around, and you you have to walk, you know, you only have 27 seconds or whatever it is. Yeah. They did that before with with bombums, and the bombums would, like, explode while while you were doing it, so you'd have to, like, count it back as you're going through it. Wasn't there also one where you had to sort the bombums? Probably. I'm I'm sure sure there was. Like, there's red ones and black ones, or red ones, blue ones. Mm Mm-hmm. We played a magnet one where you like pick up balls and you oh, know, yeah, there's the hunger, gold hunger balls. One. I like that one. Yeah, that one was pretty cool. But you're like in a helicopter type thing. Yeah. With a magnet hanging off of you. The focus one works pretty well too. It's not my favorite, but I think it works well. Yeah, there's one where you tilt the Joy-Con forwards and backwards and you're tilting it to focus like a camera lens mm. on a different characters. So you have to either like pull it out or put it back in. Um, it, it reminds me of like being at the eye doctor, you know, like when they flip the thing and it's like, mm. is this one better or this one, one? or two, <laughs> yeah, two or three. It's like that. And, but, uh, one but, or three, but the characters that you're focusing on, they wave at you when it gets in focus. So it helps in case you can't really tell whether it's in focus or not. Yep. Uh, we played a flying one. Well, there's the fuzzy one with the with the flying one. There's a so let me tell you. There's so there is like sort of an online mode on this. That the flying one reminded me of this. There, uh, there's like Mariothon, which is where they throw like five games at you, kind of randomly, and they won't. You don't get to see how to play them or like or like what you have how you have to hold the controller or whatever. And they just start, and uh, you'll play against you know three other people online, and uh, you'll you're a you know your score will get tallied. So like if you win, but you also like, like in that one, in the flying one, like if you survive farther than everyone else, but if you keep going for like the whole minute after everybody's dead, you get like a shitload of points. You get like extra points for that. So it's kind of like that game that we played on the 3DS. If you remember that, where we did the sports one and it went by like how high your record was more than when you won. Do you remember that? 
We played it on the top 100. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah it would be like it'd be like the the long jump and like it and your record like you get points for that. So that's kind of how the online mode works. It's all right. I basically only got my ass kicked on there from what I've played by other by other people, but I still don't really understand why they didn't do the party mode online. It just doesn't make it any doesn't sense. It doesn't make any sense because we could be playing with you right now. Yeah, we could play with everybody on that. I think that would... I, we I could think play that, with my brother and it'd yeah. be great. I think that they would sell more copies if they did that. I was going to say, I would definitely buy it if I knew I could play with you guys. Like, Yeah. I'm not going to buy it until I play your copy and yeah, yeah. decide if I want it. But Sure. It's really, I would totally buy it if I, and I, if I knew like we could be like, okay, we're done recording now. Let's play an episode. Let's play... So yeah. What 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 would be better than doing the podcast while playing the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know why that's not in there. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I know they said before that like the game's too long or whatever, but Fortnite goes on for like over an hour if you make it to like the top five. You know, it's not really, and it doesn't. I don't see like how it would be a bad thing. And if you drop out, just turn it into a computer player. Well, and people play like shooting games online. Yeah. For like a hundred hours. Yeah. I don't well, think that's once. an excuse. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It's weird. It seems silly. And I it, wonder if it maybe like, is there a possibility that it'll be downloadable? Or yeah. A patch or something? I mean, that's kind of the major thing. It's just like what the question of the DLC is. It's like they're going to add stuff. I know you get you get party points for playing everything. And I don't know what that means or if you can use that for anything. Because we have like 2,000 party points, but... I haven't found anywhere to spend it on. And there's four extra, four secret characters we haven't unlocked yet. I wonder if you might have to, like, but get I think the you single to, player. Yeah, but I think you have to, I think you have to get them through the other modes that we haven't gotten. We haven't tried yet. Well, but, there are a lot of characters already. Yeah. There, I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, there's, uh. There's probably, like, 16 yeah, or like, more. Well, I mean, there's a bunch of new ones, like Monty, Monty Mole and, uh. And Boo and well, I guess Boo and uh, Hammer Brothers have been in there before, but Rosalina, Peach, but Daisy, Goomba. Luigi, yeah, Waluigi, Wario, Mario, Bowser, Bowser Junior, yeah, just a bunch of motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. Isn't Bowser in it? No, <laughs> no, Bowser, Bowser's not in it. Of course not. Is there any? Uh, is there anything you want to know about it? Like from what from our experience, Jeremy? I was interested in the single player mode. Like, yeah. Is it worth buying the game? Like, would you say, man, the single player mode is fun enough that you should buy this game for that? Well, we're going to have to let not. you know. <laughs> I would say probably not. But, I wish there were more yeah. boards, too. I really think they're going to yeah. need to put out some boards in the DLC because there's only four and they're very, I mean, they're small. They're simple. They're smaller than most boards. It does kind of remind me, it kind of reminds me of that, the Mario Top 100 board that we played a bunch of times. It kind of feels like that, but... Yeah. But three but with three more, you know. It's they're just really predictable too. Yeah. Even the like even the elements that are supposed to make them unpredictable are very predictable. It's not like in old games where you could kind of get stuck in a corner in a circle, which I guess is good, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean like where you get stuck on an island and you couldn't yeah. get to the part that would warp you out? I I think they were trying to get rid of that. <laughs> I which <laughs> I understand, kinda... but yeah. Still, you know, or you, you, there's no special key where you can unlock a secret part. Yeah, there, there are kind of secret parts. So, like that last one we were playing, we were playing the final one, the golden one, where you can get like a couple stars like when Kamek's you get to the top. Yeah, something, something. Yeah, 
But um, but but there is a part on the side that you can get to that's sort of secret where you can steal stars and stuff, and there's a verse mode over there as well, which is a completely different thing. But I mean, I think what they were trying to do more for this is just have so have a bunch of different modes, so they kind of like that's why you didn't get as many boards, I guess, because they're like, oh, but we have to make like the river raid and like the Hollywood squares and like like the, and that stuff's fun, you but know, and the I partner, bought partner Mario battle. Party to play yeah. Mario Party, sure. The the partner one is supposed to be really fun. We'll have to try that against like a very the very hard or something because we've been playing against the hard setting, and it's been uh, it's been not that not that difficult. So we haven't had they haven't won yet. Computer hasn't won like the whole. They game haven't yet. won outright. They've won games. Yeah. yeah, they have won games, but not outright. Yeah, there's easy, hard, and very hard. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we'll have to play very hard next. Yeah. And you can kind of like shuffle the characters around. Like it's different to where in the old ones you could actually pick who you're playing against, but now you just like you like hit where the Y button would be on the Super Nintendo, and it would and it like kind of shuffles them around. So if you want, you have to keep hitting that if you want specific characters to play against you. It's which is weird. And you like walk into the you like walk into this map mode, and then you pick and that's where you pick like what the level is and what your character is. But then it stays like that. Like you have to like exit the whole game to like change your character. Like if you don't want to be like or to change yeah to change the difficulty. Yeah, or if you want to be like Wario now instead of Waluigi or whatever, you have to like exit the whole game to do that, which is strange. And they give you like a Sheikah slate in the first time you walk in. Yeah, it kind of feels like maybe they were trying to maybe they were originally making this for the Wii U because there is a party pad. Yeah, that has oh. everything on it that looks like a Wii U controller. So you know, I mean, I feel like a lot of these. You know, a lot of these games probably were like originally, like maybe this was originally Mario Party 12 or something, and they. But I don't know why they kept it because the I'm really not sure what it adds to the game. The party pad. Yeah. yeah. Well, because you can, there's like a physical area where you can walk around and like walk up to the River Rampage one and choose that, or walk up to Standard Mario Party and choose mm. that. But you can also use your party pad to choose them. Yeah. But wh- I just don't yeah, there's know a, why. It's the option. Why do I need two ways? I think you have to walk up to it and actually play it once before you can do it on the party pad, which also doesn't make any sense. No. So maybe originally it, it was on the Wii U, and on and on that you could just like point to whichever one you went to, like kind of uh, like kind of what you do in Splatoon, you know, where you like want to jump. You could say like, "Oh, I want to go to the weapons," and it'll just go straight there. So maybe that's what it was originally for. I know you weren't you didn't have you weren't much of a fan of walking around in the map, so. No, really I mean that you one were of the other the party like, pad. Get, get rid of the walking around in the map. Mm-hmm. I don't know what purpose it serves. But if I can walk around in the map, I don't know why I need the party like just give me one thing to do. Yeah, I think they're just trying to appease everybody maybe and that's like why they're doing different versions of oh, I think I you're know. right that it's a holdover from an old some old design shit. Well, yeah. Well, most of the I think pretty much all of the original Nintendo stuff that came out for the Switch was had been in the pipeline for a while for the Wii U. Yeah. So then they just, especially like, especially uh, Odyssey, because that game came out way too early for that to be a Switch game. You know, yeah. That came out the the year. So they were obviously make, doing that for Wii U. I before. think it would be cool if when you unlock the characters, they have a board or something maybe that comes with them. Yeah. Well, that would be great, but I don't think they do. Yeah. Right now, the board part of it seems really minimal. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I remember Mario Party... 10 didn't have a whole lot of boards either. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like the 64 ones had like five or six, probably, or seven. I think six would be great. And I think some more, some bigger 
boards where it was more challenging to get stars. Yeah. So I do, I do need to ask an important question. Um, how is it like, what is it like just playing with joy cons, like being restricted to joy cons? Do you feel like, no, I want to control her right now. It doesn't really bother me. I thought I was going to because I've never played a game with a Joy-Con except for Snipper Clips. Mm-hmm. And I would <laughs> never choose a Joy-Con over the Pro Controller. Um, but it's it's actually great. And I, I mean, I think those new ones you got are really good. The, the, because they seem so responsive and they seem to actually like pick up what you're doing so well, mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me. I never feel like I'm moving it in a way that it's not understanding. Yeah. Um, and of course I wouldn't be able to do that with a, with a remote and also, or with a, with like a pro controller, Mm -hmm. it would be weird to have something so big and to move it around. Like I'd feel stupid. Yeah. I don't think the, the, I think basically they want you to, once, once again, like if this was originally developed for Wii U, they want you to use the Wii remotes. And I think that's just how the games are designed, you know, to be that type of thing. So as since the Joy-Con is the equivalent of the Wii remote now, they yeah. basically want you to just use that. But it doesn't, I mean, I don't, you know, it doesn't bother me to use it. Like it actually, it feels fine, you know. And it makes, like I said, it makes sense for the for those motion you would, controls. You don't stuff. have small, like you have pretty big hands. I mean, they're not gigantic. They're not like John hands or they anything. They look like <laughs> big Strong hands to me. But, I mean, they're big enough to where, like, <laughs> you would say, holy crap, the Joy-Con is tiny in my hands. I mean, it doesn't, yeah. But it, it's fine. I mean, I've played I've played with the Joy-Con before. And we played with the tops on there also to make it a little bit bigger. That helped. Yeah. That really gives you to, some extra depth. To round it out. And I, I also found myself using the wrist strap, which is something I never did with the Wiimote. Because you dropped it one time? Because yeah. I, wanted, I did. Yeah, I did. Um, we were... D- like doing a tricycle thing. Yeah. So it was like figure eighting, I mm-hmm. think is what you were supposed to do. Yeah. And that's just like a weird thing to do with your wrists. And it just like slipped out of my hand and then I picked it up and it was upside down. And so I was like, ah, <laughs> and that's when Trey won. So, yeah. uh, yeah. So s- strap it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The Wiimote uh, is so though, big. You might've still gotten reversed if it fell down and you had to like grab it again. Yeah, I totally, totally might have. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely holding on to it more firmly Mm. from now. Yeah, (laughs) from now on out. Well, I'm thinking. I I mean, Nintendo's like they've been doing DLC for all of their games recently. Even though they didn't say anything for Mario Party, I wouldn't rule it out. Like they could always just add another thing on there. I mean, that seems to be the way, the way of things. Like they've, they've done it with tennis. They've been doing it with Splatoon for a while. So I wouldn't, you know. You never know. Maybe yeah, the, maybe because they'll... as it is, even with so many modes, it does seem kind of bare to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, and no online like party play. No online, no online party play just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but so, whatever. <laughs> I think it might actually be a more fulfilling game if you were by yourself because you would have like more to do. Mm-hmm. It would be great if there was like you know voice chat on it. But and that's all that. the that's opposite of Mario Party. Like Mario Party is. Get everybody together and watch everybody make an ass of themselves. Yeah. And, like, see if you're still together, if you're dating someone, or mm-hmm. if you can still be friends with someone after they mm-hmm. steal all your stars. And interestingly, also... Shit is uh, ruthless. They, they changed, uh, like, you can't do 50-round games anymore. <laughs> they just What's the most? 20. It's just 10 and 20. That's mm. all you can do. Oh, not even a 15. No. You can't do it. Oh, they don't have the endurance mode? 
No, yeah, the Mark and I used to play it. My old roommate Mark from LCC, we used to do the 50 round Mario parties. And let me tell you, 50 rounds that's the way that's the way to do it if you're really really into it cuz it's almost like playing like four games in one game. Yeah, like that's a long everything changes long so much. Yeah. Well, like 3 to 4 hours probably. Probably about that, but it's but it's like so much shit happens. Like whoever cuz it's like who would normally win in like a 20 round game like ends up losing because by the time you get to like 50 rounds like it's a completely different person. That seems exhausting. to be what happens. That sounds yeah. too much for me. I haven't done it in a long time, but I always like doing those 50 round ones every once in a while. But, like, think about how boring it would be to go around these tiny boards for yeah. 50 rounds. Sure. I mean, I think maybe the last one we played was maybe 30 spaces long. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that uh, the Kamek, Kamek's Wonderland? Yeah. So yeah, Maybe 40. Ooh, what a snooze. But, yeah, it does, it does kind of feel a lot like, I feel like they've mixed a lot of stuff in there and kind of made it more like the... They're like the portable ones. Now, uh, one that one way that we definitely can't try out because we don't have it is the uh, multiple switch, multiple Mario Party mode, which I guess is kind of just like a demo, like the banana matching or whatever game that you can do by putting the two switches together. We'll have to try that at Kevin's uh, Switch Party. Yeah, if we get around to that. But he's, I mean, he's going to have some sort of tournament mode with Mario Party for that. So I'll be interested to see how that goes because. You know, well, shit, you'll have an advantage since you'll, you can practice a little bit. Yeah, we'll be practicing a lot. But, I mean, we're going to keep playing it. I really want to try out the partner mode and try that against very hard. So we'll see how that goes. But So on one hand, you're saying like it felt like maybe this was meant to be for Wii U and it had been sitting in the pot for a while. But on the other hand, it feels kind of underdeveloped, right? Well, it's I wouldn't say it's necessarily underdeveloped. I just feel like they – maybe it's like a – what do you call it – Jack of all trades, master of none. It's kind of like that. Okay. Maybe, maybe they tried to do too many things, and maybe they should have cut a couple things and put more, like more into the other more things. Like bare bones beforehand, but then they were like, "We got to add some Switch exclusive type things to it." Yeah, or like the uh, that thing. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's like, what if they cut like River Raid and and uh, I don't know, and Hollywood Squares or something, and then put more boards in there? I don't know. Yeah, I would much rather. Yeah. I would much rather have that. I mean, you could make, maybe you make Hollywood Squares like an unlockable after you beat the game or something. Mm, yeah. Because that way you'll have access to all the mini games. But I don't, I don't see the point. I don't, it just, I would agree with what you said, Jeremy, because it, it does feel like if I want to play Mario Party, uh, this is probably not the, we're going to play it totally. Yeah. But like, this probably wouldn't be the one I would choose. Oh, Yeah. So would you? Well, I'm, I'm not going to ask you to rank all of them because no, you I probably don't remember which ones which. But uh, but offhand, like aside from which one do you think is your favorite? The, what, like what comes to mind? Like four. Four is the first GameCube one. I like two. Yeah. And then you know whatever. I like three, uh, five, yeah. six, seven, eight. And then nine and ten at the bottom. Yeah. Where See, would the ones I... on the GameCube are kind of expensive. I wish I could buy one of those. Are they? Like even? Well, I know. I know they were. They're at least in the thirty dollar range. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I think I got the last one I bought was seven because I did sell seven to get eight back in the day. So I did rebuy seven, and I think I got it for thirty something at, at Reckless, which I thought was pretty low for a, 
a Mario Party game because yeah, most because I feel like most of them are normally like forty or fifty. I don't remember the difference between like five or six, but I think like once we once was seven the first one on the Wii. Uh, eight was the first one on the Wii, and I actually like I like eight a lot. Like I don't IGN gave it a bad review because so I don't eight, know why, nine, but I really enjoy eight. And ten are on the Wii. No, eight and nine are on the Wii, and ten is on the Wii U. Oh. And set and four through seven are on the GameCube, which I thought was amazing. That they well, got I would pick so four many. through. <laughs> I would pick four, then two, then everything else through seven, ahead of this one. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Because I think cool, two is two was always my favorite one for sixty four. Like I think that one stands up really well, but three is pretty good. I like all the GameCube ones, even though six and seven were the ones where they brought in the microphone, which is kind of yeah was kind of weird. I thought eight was really good for Wii. Like I liked that one because I added all the motion stuff and it, and I thought it worked well. I'm not wasn't really a fan of nine or ten, but I felt like they looked good. I guess I think I'm gonna end least. up really liking <laughs> the mini games. Yeah. Uh, the ones we played, I've I there is there hasn't been one where I've been like, oh, not this yeah. one again. Yeah. Um, I'm still I'm still super positive on this one. I think it's a good, I think it's a good step in the right direction. It's probably not the best Mario Party, but I like that they're getting it back to the basics. Totally, I do. Compared to I, I definitely do appreciate that. It just seems like in going back to the basics, it's they went too basic. Yeah, I think they wanted to make it a little bit quicker, but I like I kind of like the long haul of Mario Party. I do think they made the yeah. mini games shorter too. Some of them, some of them feel longer. Like I, that, like that flying one's pretty long. Like the one with the with the. Uh, I think it was thirty seconds with the fuzzies. No, it's a minute at least. Oh really? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I thought most of them felt really short. Like a lot of them, I didn't even feel like they had time to get hard. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times they ramp up the difficulty as you play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, like there was one where we're like jumping over a spiky tire thing. And I won that one and it was like three, you know, three jumps and it, it never kind of caught me off guard. Yeah. I do remember what I think my favorite game was because it was the weirdest. Yeah. It was Don't Wake Up Mr. Wiggles. <laughs> yeah. Don't Wake Up Wiggler. That the one was so strange. Work? Yeah. Yeah, you have you to like motion. pet him. Yeah, you like motion control petting Wiggler. And we couldn't, oh, we couldn't figure out like what, because even if you do it fast, he doesn't wake up. And it just felt kind of random. But I think like, it's like you know, a, I think it's sort of like a number, of, like once it gets to like 35 pets, then he'll wake up. Maybe like a like a balloon. I think it's like a something. they pick a random number, yeah. and then like once you get to that, no, so it's like hot potato basically, or like a crocodile dentist or something. Yeah, totally. I, I didn't play that one, but but well, like Mario Party's actually had that where with the uh, balloons, you know, where you where you, where you'll like go and one after another, one and you too. have to keep blowing it up until like it pops on somebody. So you'll do, you know, you kind of like. So maybe that's sort of how it works. But I think in the end, like, once he wakes up, it's over, and whoever petted him the most wins, right? Isn't that the way it works? It's, it's so bizarre. Whoever's petted him when yeah. he wakes up, all their points are defeated. Yeah. So it's the other three people mm-hmm. who didn't wake him up. Yeah. They're fighting for first. Yeah. But one more thing. When we playing, we did play a couple of verses. Um, Those are weird. And it seems like, is there only one versus game? Is it only blowing up that balloon? I think there's one. There's, no, there's a rumble one, too. There's the one with the rumble. Oh, level. yeah. So yeah. it was like, hold your Joy-Con and press it when you think that um, the, rumble's it's, the, highest. the rumbling is the most rumbling. Yeah. And the only other one we played was like, 
pump up this balloon until you, uh, you know, as much as you dare. It's basically like whoever has the biggest balloon, but it doesn't pop. So we kind of just went back and forth to try to see who could have the bigger balloon. And it it never popped on us. But I think that's the replacement for battle games, which that's kind of a bummer, too, because I always liked the battle the battle games. It absolutely is the replacement for the battle games. But the battle games, there was always like it a bunch of It doesn't seem to matter like if that, you land yeah. on the same square or, yeah. you know, you, you can't really, like, battle anyone other than landing on these versus squares. Yeah. And there's not a dual. I don't think there's a dual mode either. But um, there's there's more uh, there's more special stars, though, now. Now there's some weird ones. Like, well, well I mean, I guess there's an ally star. Is there anything? Uh, there's like an event star. that I haven't really... It hasn't been the... Hasn't been the minigame star that often, you know, for bonuses at the What? End. It was the minigame star all the times except for once. And you got it every time. Not the last time we played it, wasn't there? Yeah, except for once. Yeah. So the other three levels. Whenever I I thought that I thought before that though that it wasn't on there. No, it was the minigame star every time. Oh well. You there's it. other stuff on there now. It's possible to not But get yeah, the but it star. seems like normal like Least amount of spaces moved, most amount of spaces moved, the coins. Are the boards too small for, like, do they have event stars still? Yeah. Yeah, there are, I mean, there are event spaces, yeah. There's still the happening spaces. There's no chance. Yeah, no chance time, which I guess is probably a good thing for some people, because they don't, because that can pretty much be the game changer, like, where it's like, give all your stars to this person, or give all your coins to this person, you know, because it'll just, uh. And was no. there, like, a Bowser? Like, you know, the last three turns or whatever, was there, like, a now shit is harder? Well, they double they double the price of the of the coins on the spots like they normally do. Yeah. And they make the bad, the bad luck spaces into extra bad luck spaces. But they're not really that bad. Like, yeah, I think you lose, like, eight coins or, or yeah, something. Or, yeah, like, lose... Yeah, yeah it's... Uh, we were playing this last one with Kamek, and... There's like one way that you can go where you might let out a chain chomp and you have to pass a store and you have to you have to purchase something from the store. Yeah. Or you can go another way and you have to pay the thwomp to let you through like five coins. So like it's going to cost you five coins no matter what to get around. And we went around almost the whole time before somebody got the chain chomp square and oh, I hit it twice. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, but you lost like five coins. Yeah, I lost it like ten coins total, and I had like sixty. It wasn't so. devastating, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just seems like they really, and maybe they made it more for kids, you know? Like yeah. it's less cutthroat. It seems squishier, softer. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's uh, I mean, I think it's pretty good for it what it is. It looks pretty. We'll have to play it. We'll have to play it with you when you get here. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And it'll talk be better. It too much, but with more. People. But yeah, we haven't played. I mean, before. I don't want you to think that I don't like it. I do. Yeah. It's just that I'm. I am a little disappointed. Yeah. I wanted there to be more. Yeah. I mean, it could have been. Well, an anything. I- any new IP co- or any old IP coming to the Switch? There's. There seems to be a lot of pressure for it to be great. Sure. I mean, it's especially with uh, Zelda and Mario, and you know, yeah. well, I guess more not Mario Tennis, but I mean, I it's better than the last two. It's definitely better than the last. I mean, it's two. better than the last two console Mario parties that have come out. So in the that's right what direction, I I do. I will totally agree with that, and yeah. I think I would like what we've played. I mean, I'd give it like an eight. You know, sure, yeah. I I, I have really enjoyed it, and I. I want to play more of it. I, I, before I knew we were podcasting tonight, I was like, let's play Mario Party. 
Yeah. Well, we were going to podcast tomorrow, but I had to leave. Yeah. So, but I mean, is there anything, do you have any final thoughts about, about uh, Mario Party? I think we're about a episode length here. I just can't wait till you get here, Jaren, and then we can play. Yeah. Hell yeah. It'll be October 30th. Yeah. yeah. That's Tuesday, right? Yeah. Happy Halloween. Yeah. yeah, yeah that'll be, I'll be there. That'll be the Halloween time. And you uh, have that show as well, which we listen to like a song, each of those bands. Oh, Last yeah? Night. Were you just curious to see if you wanted to go to the show? <laughs> oh, we just listened to it just to see what it was like. I don't know. It yep. sounded like doom metal Yep. It's all doom. It's like a straight-up doom metal show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, we uh, well, that's been episode 142. Uh, thanks for joining us, Jess, and giving us your thoughts on Yeah, thanks Mario for uh, your insight. Thank you for having me. Yeah. eventually. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah I, I, it'll be great when, when we can play it with you. I want to play a four, full four player, so maybe you and Conan, we can all play it, and we'll see how how, well, also, how well that works. I uh, just want to say that if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can at Frab, Jess K, F-R-A-B-J-E-S-S-K. That's, your, uh, that's also your Twitter handle, what you don't, which you don't use. But... It is my Twitter handle that I don't use. <laughs> but you yep. have that, yeah. I'm a lot of places. It's a pun. It's a play on... Oh, Frab, just stay. That's where you can find you. And hopefully we'll have some new podcasts up at some point. I, I wanted to, we haven't recorded a Honey Darling show in a while, but I wanted to do one. And I had another idea for another one that we hadn't gotten around to yet. But we're, we'll yeah, we had plenty in the bank, soon. you know, thoughts and movies and stuff, but just got too busy. Everything got too busy. I did kind of want to see Venom just to do a, just to do a, an episode about it because I think it's going to be weird and not great, but fun to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Can you so. also talk about the Eminem song? <laughs> Is there an Eminem song called Venom? Yeah, Eminem did like a song for Venom. That's Oh, that's I thought you really meant Eminem's the candy. <laughs> oh, is he is he all like He's like, yo, my tongue's really long and I gotta eat people and my and my fucking symbiote's like talking to me and saying, Hey, let's go eat this dude. That's how Slim it's Shady. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was trying to I don't know, I was thinking. There's an of official that. video for it if you really want to hear the song and see his approach. I hope that it's him in the symbiote running around. It'd be just let's say he rhymes a lot of stuff with venom, including denim. <laughs> uh, some other words too, but denim's the one that sticks out. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well uh yeah, check out that, awesome. uh listeners, if you're still here <laughs> now that we've that we diverted to our M M&M M podcast. Anyway, uh yeah, this is a Nintendo made podcast. Um, you can find us at NintendoMadePodcast.com. Uh, you can find Jeremy and I on Twitter at jmaxstack or Nintendo underscore domain. Um, you can catch us uh, streaming on twitch.tv slash Podcast and all that. And we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jeremy Mikowski. John Nitter. And Jess Kenyon. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. See ya. Adios. Adios.